TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. All right, Commander's Head Coach Dan Quinn going to join us in about 12 minutes. Make sure you stay tuned. Don't go anywhere, baby. We've got you covered. Dan Quinn, 12 or so minutes away right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Before we get to a quick phone call about the Wizards and the NBA trade deadline, again, I have no idea why the NBA trade deadline is today. A dumb, stupid decision. Whoever made this, uh, please, please readjust the prism. Have some awareness, please. Uh, The 49ers, according to the San Francisco Chronicle, as we talked about with Carton, uh, and the field, and and we'll talk to, uh, we'll try and get in a question about this with Dan Quinn. Something sort of tied to this. The 49ers had a fire alarm go off at about 6 a.m. at their hotel at the Hilton Lake Las Vegas Resort and Spa this morning, which is about six miles east of the Strip. The alarm went off at about 6 a.m. was silenced after roughly 10 minutes. Now, guests didn't have to leave their rooms. Because uh, I guess engineering was able to deduce, according to uh, a hotel employee, uh, to the Chronicle that it was a false alarm and there was no evacuation. I got to be honest with you, right? I mean, they say sleep is really important. I think most of us recognize how important sleep is. At 6 a.m., you think any of those players? Now, the coaches, I'm sure, were up watching film, doing whatever they've got to do. You think any of those players were up at 6 a.m.? Probably not. I think some of them might getting their morning stretches and all that kind of maybe when I maybe. mean given I was swimming is a different sport entirely. Yeah. You practice at a different time, all yeah. that. But well, they usually have an 8 a.m. meeting wherever you're at. So I, I would assume that's what schedule they're on just yeah. to provide some context. But I know when I was training, I like to be up about an hour or two so that I could get full stretches and everything and actually be awake for whatever I needed to be awake for uh, that I mean that's fair I, I would think 6 a.m in a hotel where your meetings are going to be in that hotel yeah it might be a little might be much. a little bit too early or if they were still sleeping guess what wasn't happening afterwards oh you're not going back to sleep after a fire alarm that's, exactly yeah. and 10 minutes you know is a significant time to you know be dealing with a uh, not a fake alarm. I don't want to say I mean, it. even after waking up and all that kind of stuff, your heart rate's going because there's no chance you don't know if that was real or fake. So That's... you're too busy. Well, they didn't have to evacuate their room. So apparently somebody must have gotten the word to them that they didn't have to. Ev- you know, usually well, what happens all the time, not usually, is the teams, even when we would go on the road with the Redskins for a regular season game, there would, you know, 
there were security officials that traveled with us on the plane and that were part of the trip. And they would be outside, you know, they, they would be outside the hotel rooms on the player's floor or whatever so that they could communicate something oh, like that. A hundred percent. But you're a well-lived man. You've w- traveled a lot. I'm assuming that you've been in a place with a false fire alarm go off yes. before. Yes. Were you, even when you were told, oh, this isn't real, hold tight, were you at all calm during it or initially did you have like a oh gosh and then your heart rate spikes? well I, yeah i think if you're told hey it's it's no big deal it's fine they've got it whatever it's just a you know whatever your heart rate goes up I think, regardless yeah you hear but that, I, beep, I think you can i think you calm down after that initial like oh crap is there really a fire that we have to evacuate while i'm in my skivvies yeah you know and then I mean, you don't then you don't really go back to sleep because yeah. that heart rate you're like whoo right that and was if you exciting. and if for whatever reason you didn't sleep good that night or you were up late playing video games or God forbid actually studying your playbook or the game plan you know for the biggest game of your life maybe you slept three hours maybe you slept four hours and then your body's just out of whack and out of rhythm I, I only I only bring this up because between the practice fields and now this. There seems to be a lot of distractions and a lot of, like, things out of the control of the San Francisco 49ers and maybe certainly this out of the control of the NFL, although the NFL chooses these hotels and places them, you know, whatever. It just seems like, and I mean, the storyline is just shaping up in my mind, right, that the 49ers, I don't want to say are definitely going to come out flat on Sunday, but I would not be surprised if they come out flat. I wouldn't be surprised. One thing that I will say just from my experience with being an athlete, before a major event, the 48 hours before are the most important for sleep because mm-hmm. that's what is going to actually affect. So really tonight and tomorrow night sleeps are the most important for getting into the game kind of deal. So yesterday, not good. Not a good thing. But they should have enough time to get the appropriate sleep and everything to be properly caught up as long as this doesn't then impact more things down the road. That this is unfortunate, a circumstance that should have obviously been avoided, but to say that this is going to be a cause for that is not as viable as their practice field being a sponge. I I, I totally agree with you. I'm just saying kind of the combination of things. It's wild how much Um, the universe is trying to fight against the 49ers right right? now. I mean, it it just seems like everything is coming up Chiefs. Now, again, want to be careful. That does not guarantee a flat performance or a loss or what have you. All right. I'll tell you what. uh, Lap, hang in there. We'll get to you on the other side. Um uh, with the Wizards, the Wizards, you know, I, I mean, it's an important trade, but it's not as important as the Super Bowl, and it is not as important as making way for the new commander's head coach. That is Dan Quinn, or DQ as they call him. He is straight ahead right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. We'll take the break a little bit early here so we have as much time as humanly possible with, again, Dan Quinn, who's coming up next right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Stay with us. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Good to have you with us right here on the Team 980 as we approach 215. Again, Commander's Head Coach Dan Quinn expected to give us a call in just a moment or two, so stay tuned uh, for that. Uh, and hopefully we'll uh, be able to have a good conversation with him. Tried to come up with as many different questions as I could that weren't asked at the press conference. I'm not sure if I'll cross or, you know, whatever, but you, you get the point. I mean, we're going to try and give you, uh, you know, as many different questions as we can and get as much different perspective uh, from the new head coach of the Commanders. Who, uh, you know, listen, I, again, as you know, I was very much in support of. Uh, I'm very happy that he's here. Um you know, I'm sure that didn't hurt in terms of securing this interview, let's be honest. Um, but, uh, you know, I – it's not like I don't have questions. It's not like – it's not like I think this will be a slam dunk. It's not like I think this will be easy peasy lemon squeezy. It's not like you don't look around and say, look, if they don't get the quarterback right, it doesn't matter how energetic – and how awesome and how much of a leader of men Dan Quinn is. But I know this. I know this. That they have a much, much, much greater chance of getting the quarterback and then the surrounding cast right under this leadership team. I know that. And that's partly Adam Peters. And that's partly Dan Quinn. And that's partly Josh Harris. That's what it is. You know, so, I mean, there's no guarantees. There's never any guarantees. All right, we got them? Okay. All right, let's do this. Uh, right here on the Team 980, pleased to welcome in for the very first time the new head coach of the Washington Commanders. Woo! Absolutely, a little Ric Flair woo for him uh, as well. I like as- it. That's what we do, Coach, for first-time callers. And you're a first-time caller. You just happen to be a very important first-time caller, so we give you the Ric Flair woo. How are you, sir? Oh, double Ric Flair woo. <laughs> I go. like it, Chris. And uh, that is awesome. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm really pumped to be on with you guys today. So, um Add an extra little Ric Flair into it. Come on, what are we talking about? I love it. I love it. And uh, I, I have a feeling that soundbite that you just gave us will be played a lot over the next coming months or something. We're, we're pretty excited about that. Uh, great to have you on. Congratulations, obviously, uh, to you. And thanks for doing this. I know you've done a bunch of this stuff. Uh, so I appreciate you and Sean uh, making time for us uh, on this Thursday. Um, so, you know, one of the things that struck me, you know, we've talked a lot about you, Dan, you know, and uh, – I knew a lot of this, but when I heard Adam Peters say the other day, you're a great leader, communicator, teacher, developer, and overall person. He mentioned this during the press conference during his opening thing. I wondered, 
Which of those traits do you take the most pride in as Dan Quinn? That's cool. I would say uh, anybody who calls you a great person, I think that would stand, you mm-hmm. know, because uh, that's how you that's how you live your life. You know, that's not just on the sideline or on the practice field or in the meeting rooms, but how you get it on, you know, with everybody. And so um, I would say that that's a nice thing to hear behind your name any anytime. So I, I appreciate that. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, uh, you know, and again, a lot of people knew about that, but to hear Adam Peters say it, uh, it just struck me as something important. And, and, and I'm glad, uh, you know, that we were able to ask uh, about it. Um, so you said also on Monday uh, that you were hoping that the commanders would call uh, and they called actually before Adam was hired. You know, clearly Josh and his group, you know, they were excited, you know, to work with you and to get to know you uh, a little bit better. And again, you have all these great relationships. Did your view of this job, Dan, change at all when you knew Adam was coming along, even though he's never been a GM, just considering everything that you had kind of been through, in a, uh, as far as I know, in a positive way with Thomas Dimitrov, who I had on the show uh, earlier this week. Did that did that get you extra juiced for this job? No doubt. And uh, yeah, TD, I love him. And uh, so I know firsthand, you know, the importance of that. And, uh, you know, when you're, you know, in pro ball, like that connection, you know, it's ownership, it's the general managers, the head coach, and it's all of that, you know, blending together to set the course on what the, you know, the vision for the organization could be. And so when you're in lockstep and shoulder to shoulder with people that are saying the same thing, the same message of how you do it. And like, these are the standards and the way that you go, like, that's a good feeling. And uh, I think, you know, this, Chris has the, the best of the best teams have that. And uh, you got to work at it just like any relationship. It takes work. It takes time, but you have to make sure, man, like you are 100% supporting each other and going for it. And, I knew that would be the case uh, with Adam and just his background and our common, you know, you know, people that we, you know, talk ball with. So we see it aligned the same way. Uh, we communicate in an easy, natural way. And so um, the, the stronger, or excuse me, the longer it goes, the stronger that it gets. And uh, we're really pumped to, to be rocking this thing together. Helps to have Kyle Shanahan among others as those common bonds, right? I mean, I mean, I love Kyle. I worked with him, you know, pretty much side by side, and him and his dad for four years around here uh, inside the building uh, in a in a different lifetime uh, ago. But I, I mean, you know, I, I assume Kyle was instrumental in saying, "Hey, you two would be a perfect match." Is that fair? That's fair, and uh, you know, like all things like it, it does help sometimes to have I'm sure in your business too, like just knowing there's some uh, at times, probably a little bit of six degrees of separation. Sure. And when you know it's right, man, you push it and it's different to say, yeah, that's a good dude or that. But like, sometimes you just know when people can mesh and fit mm-hmm. together uh, to support one another and balance ideas off. And uh, Kyle certainly knew that he knew both of us well. And so that was, you know, definitely something he said that, I think this should happen with you two. This this makes too much sense. Commanders head coach Dan Quinn, nice enough to join us on the BetQL guest hotline here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Uh, Dan, you grew up in Jersey. I'm an I'm a Eastern Long Island guy, so not too far away. Uh, but then you went to Salisbury. I mean, everybody's seen the picture. You coached at William and Mary, where you had you know um, uh, where, where you had a couple of NFL head coaches and Mike Tomlin and Sean McDermott. Not bad company uh, to join you. Plus, I found out you had a baseball GM and Brian Shalcross uh, on that team. What fueled you? along your way um, to be the kind of person and to be the kind of uh, coach and the kind of innovator, if you will, that you are? I'd say it probably started early, man. Like as the youngest of six, 
I knew early on, man, I love being part of a team. I absolutely love it. And so I think there's, I've been over on over 70 teams in my life, mm. you know, from starting when you're, you know, seven years old and Pop Warner and Little League and playing hoops or whatever it is all the way through to today. And so I think that, you know, feeling of accomplishing things together, that's what I love the most. And so I, you know, coming up, I competed in football and track and field in college. And so it was a good balance, you know, with football and track. You had to go do your own thing. But it always was football because of that connection with the people and the things that you do together. And, you know, I you know, go back a long time to high school and, and college guys. But, like, who do you keep up with? Some old teammates. And those are some guys that you fought with and bled with and uh, just went through the struggle with and went through the success with. And so those are, you know, some of the people that I connected with the most early. And then it's still the case today, whether I was, you know, coaching college ball or pro ball, um, you know, hearing from people maybe that you hadn't spoke to in a long time, but them wanting to reach out and connect about it, like, you can step into those conversations so quickly and so easily. Mm-hmm. And I think that's to me where, why I love coaching. It's the, the people that you get to do it with. And uh, it absolutely lights me up. Like, yeah, you get to go perform at the highest level. And that's, that's as fun as it gets being right on the edge of it all, man. Uh, well, and, and that's a great answer, obviously, but that leads into an, an, another question, uh, two, uh, you know, great coaches that, that I've been able to maintain relationships with, uh, and, and worked with and got to know, uh, Ben Kotwika, who's now in Denver, uh, Chase Hazlitt, Jim son, who's was on with you, uh, in Dallas, um, you know, they both told me weeks ago, before I even knew that you were going to be a contender for this job, that you were the best leader that they've ever been. And as I'm sure you know, Ben, you know, obviously fighter jet pilot in Afghanistan and all that, what he's been around, amazing. Where does that skill come from uh, in terms of you being the great leader that you are known to be? And and, and how was that kind of born uh, in in your, I guess, mentality? I guess maybe as you get a little older, it, it can change a little bit. You know, early on, I think it's leadership and what can I say or what can I do to show that? And there's definitely, Chris, a place for that. Like, there's times you got to lead. This is how we're going to go get it on. This is what we got to go do. And you push, mm-hmm. you know, to get there. There's also another side of that, you know, to, to see other, and especially like on a team sport or in an environment like this, is that you see and help develop the leadership in others. And now that's, to me, Chris, where the best of the best teams come from, where it, leadership doesn't come, you know, from the top. I'll set the course. Uh, trust me, I will. But we'll be really, really good when we're excellent in the locker room first. Mm-hmm. And that's going to take out into the meeting rooms and then onto the practice field and the way that we go compete together. And so the way that we push one another and lead one another, that's when you can become excellent. And uh, the best of the best teams do that, knowing there's different parts for you and I or anybody else on a team to lead. And if nobody's leading, well, guess what, Chris, it's your time to lead it. And so those are the moments that I look for to push people into that. Cause I think sometimes it can be a scary feeling going out there to, to lead it. That doesn't mean you have to do it every single mm-hmm. moment of every single day, but you do have to be ready when your numbers call to say, this is my time. I will take it. I will lead the way here. And, and when you do that and you have a number of people that push really, really high standards, then you can do some special stuff, and that's what we're about, man. And so that's why I'm so lit up to to get rolling with everybody here. We're working hard to get the staff in, 
and we want to, you know, certainly inject leadership and opportunity and competition and chemistry with them. And that should filter down into the players and the same thing will happen. So uh, it's a process to go through and it takes, you know, an organized structure to do that. But uh, I got a really clear vision of how we're going to go get that done. Um a couple of football things, actually, on the field. I know you're obviously just getting your feet wet and trying to, you know, like you said, hire the staff and find out what you have. But you were in the division. You saw this team twice a year. Um, I, you know, I know mostly you're studying the offense, but do you have a fingerprint, if you will, for and maybe that's the wrong term, a finger on what went wrong for this defense last year specifically? Is is there anything that you can put to, like, the communication, um, just young guys on the back end, uh, you know, maybe not as much pass rush, the trades of Chase Young and, and Montez Sweat? Is there anything looking back that you say, man, that was a good – that was a top five defense a year ago, and then it all fell apart? You know, Chris, honestly, it just – it starts now for me Yeah, and going through the team. That's like, was my first, you know, point that I wanted to get done with. So we made individual cutups on every player mm-hmm. on the team, including the practice squad to make sure if they didn't have game reps, I wanted to see what unique skills that a person has and how do we fit those in within a system. And so getting to learn the players, that's what this is about. And that's how 2024 begins is, you know, looking at the roster, there are some talented people here, and how do we put them in the right spots to say these are the things that you do exceptionally well? Yeah, you have to work on the weaknesses, but I would much rather try to feature a player on the things that they do well mm-hmm. than the things that they're still working on. Doesn't mean we're not working on them, but it does mean, hey, can this person change position? Can we put him into this technique? And that ultimately is what it's all about, man. So finding the, the unique traits that these guys have and then we're going to work our ass off to make sure we develop it, we push it to go. But that's the first order, like find the uniqueness that make these NFL players like why they're here. And then once we get it, can we train them to do it over and over again? And then we're going to keep adding guys into that, that push one another, push the standards. And we want to make it just the most competitive environment that we've can and the most competitive environment they've ever been in. And so it'll be uncomfortable at times, but it'll be a lot of fun you know, also as you're going through it. But those are the moments, Chris, I think that you grow mm-hmm. when really hard, really competitive. And like, then it becomes this new standard of how you get it on. And that's what we'll do. So as far as the past, you know, like it starts now for me. And so I wasn't here and I'm not going to have any bias about anything. And I want to make sure we're going in like, man, we're all starting this off season program together and it's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. It's going to be exactly um, the things that you need to do to play excellent. And so those are the sacrifices that, that you'll do, but we're also going to have a hell of a time doing it. Um, Dan Quinn with us, commander's head coach, for another couple of minutes. We appreciate uh, his time. Um, so your defense, you know, at times this year in Dallas was able to be run on. I think everybody saw what obviously happened during the playoff game, a couple other games, Buffalo down the stretch, what have you. Um, but you just talked about cut-ups and everything going from here. So as you come here, Dan, knowing that you're so good at generating takeaways or you always have been, knowing that you've changed and kind of morphed maybe your defensive scheme and coverages from what you had with the Legion of Boom and then Atlanta and then into Dallas, how do you, uh, how do you get past the mentality that there is no perfect scheme, no perfect player, and that you just have to adjust to the punches that are thrown at you and while also doing what you do best? 
I think it's one of the best parts of, of coaching, Chris, because the learning never stops. So this is not a job where we do the same thing yesterday, we'll do the same thing two years from now, we'll do the same thing. There's always things to keep developing, mm-hmm. keep pushing. And so, like, why do you see these, you know, some of these coaches doing it so long? They're evolving and adapting. And the same things we did 10 years ago and 20 years ago is not exactly the same now. If you look at offense and the way that, you know, teams try to create space and get the ball into, you know, for running catch plays, like, you're going to do that. Defensively, you better be a really good tackling team. And so right now, one of the concerns is like special teams isn't having the big, you know, field position impact that it may used to have. And so how do you make those plays on teams really make a difference? And uh, as you know, like how many games are so close in our league? Tons of like the place kicking, the punt in the field position, creating takeaways, like Mm -hmm. it all factors in. And so that's what's like the cool part is not just, like I've never thought of it just yards. It's it's how many points you can score and what's you know on defense same thing. How many points allowed and creating takeaways on defense and ball hawking and like the effort to go get it. That's all part of it, man. To put this whole program together, but the learning never stops, and that's what makes this profession fun because it's not going to be the same today. And then when you and I talk, you know, five or six years from now, mm-hmm. remember we talked twenty four. <laughs> that's that's different, bro. Like yeah. we're doing some different stuff. Not like we're you know using jetpacks, but it's like, it's not the same. Right. You know? So I want right. to sure like the best of the best keep evolving. And uh, we'll certainly do that. Like that's part of like innovating, isn't it? Just keep digging on it. Keep finding a, you know, a little edge. And sometimes those margins, Chris, to go from one spot to another, they're small, but you got to nail those if you're going to get really good. No doubt. Commanders head coach Dan Quinn with us. Um, uh, so there's a national report out there. I, I don't know how much you pay attention to this, that Brian Johnson, the former Eagles offensive coordinator, is coming aboard as your quarterback's coach. A, could you confirm that for us? And, and B, how hard has this process been now that you have, you know, once you get Cliff and once you get, um, you, you know, your defensive coordinator, uh, you know, in who obviously you knew, um, how difficult of a process has this been? You know what, it's a – it's. I don't know if it's difficult. It's it's an excellent one because as you're going through this, think of uh, yourself as you're picking a team. You know, as you know, it's like we go through the draft. Although it's not a draft, getting the right people on the bus. You know, then mm-hmm. we can put them in some seats. But that's what it is to me. Like, let's find some really, really good coaches. And not everybody's the same. You know, it's you know communication, the teaching, the development, the technical side. So all of that. Um, is there. And so um, when you put it, you don't, you just want enough versatility. It's like, you know, putting a good team together. You want enough of this, enough of that. And so making sure however, you know, you want to play that you got the right people in spots. So um, yeah, we got work to do. We're, we're going to be, we've been busy so far and we'll continue to be to push it to find the right guys here. And what's really cool for you and for the fan base, there are people that really, really want to be here. And uh, I think that should speak to what, you know, this organization where it's headed and what's going to go down because people feel that energy that's going to come on. And so uh, behind the scenes, you'd be uh, you and your fans and fans would be really pumped to know that, like, people are really pushing to be a part of this. And uh, I think that's a really good sign. we got a lot of work to do, but that's a behind the scenes. That's a that's a pretty cool thing to have. Yeah. And, and you know, that's how I opened up my show today. Uh, again, you know, everybody makes a big deal, whether you were the first choice, this choice or what. I don't care. You wanted to be here. Adam Peters wanted to be here. Josh Harris, I know, wants to be here. And his ownership group wants to be here. And this is something, Dan, I'm sure you're aware, we haven't had around here in a long time. 
And, you know, that is the most exciting thing for me uh, as somebody who does what I do is that we have guys that aren't here just to collect a paycheck and to have glory. You want to restore the tradition of this franchise. And like for me growing up on the NFC East, it's uh, it's such a cool division, man. There's, there's natural rivals that take place and there's natural competition and, you know, so all of these things together, um, you know, kind of make why being here is so good. Mm-hmm. So um, I can't wait to get rolling with everybody, honestly. So uh, the first step for me is, is this staff. And then, you know, we're obviously the next step is evaluating the players who are here and finding the unique stuff that they have. And can we, utilize some scheme and some things to put them into position to do their thing. And we'll add some guys in free agency. We'll add guys into the draft, but what's fun about it, like it keeps going, man. And you keep pushing it and you keep digging and that's where we're at. Uh, last thing for you. And then we'll let you run. We appreciate it. Um, it bothered me to no end. Uh, you, you know, people view you or, and others who had uh, a previous head coaching stint. Oh, a retread this, that, the other. I, and I said, no, 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 don't use that word. I use experienced. Uh, I know how valuable that is. Um, and, and also, I love defense, and I still think defense is a huge part of the game. Does it bother you when you hear things about you can't hire a defensive-minded head coach, you can't hire an experienced head coach, you got to hire somebody that's 35 and novel ideas and all this stuff? I think what it does to me, like, and I'm sure a lot of us on here, you know, when you do something for the first time, there's things that are good, things that aren't, but there's all these lessons, man, and yeah. you want to go out. You want to learn them and you want to apply them. And so when you get to do that, um, and not everybody gets that opportunity to do that, you really have a chance to, to do some excellent things. And so that's what I'm, you know, certainly intending on doing. But, um, hey, I get it. You know what's fun? Winning. And uh, that's what matters. And so um, we're not going to do anything other than just work as hard as we can to make sure we get that done. So uh, we can reevaluate what good hires are and good drafts are and all that in the years to come. But man, there's nothing like getting it on and getting those wins. So that's, that's what, that's what the measuring stick is. It's a performance business, man. And I can't wait to get rolling. Looking forward to it, Dan, really appreciate your time. I know it's been a, you know, a hellacious week, a good hellacious week. I know you got a lot of work to do, but I appreciate you making time for us. Uh, Thank you so much. And, and and to Sean as well, obviously for helping out uh, making some time for us. Really appreciate it. Welcome to Washington. Chris, appreciate it, man. I look forward to uh, to staying connected and uh, and visiting with you guys again, man. So Absolutely. we just get started, brother. Absolutely. Good luck. Appreciate it. Dan okay. Quinn, the new head coach of the Washington Commanders with us here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. We appreciate him and uh, Commanders PR, Sean, uh, for making that happen for us. Uh, he's done a bunch of these, so I don't take it lightly that he created about, you know, 17 or 18 minutes uh, for us. Uh, listen, I-, I couldn't ask everything. I tried. You know, I mean, if I had another 15 minutes, I could get a lot more in. I tried to kind of bend as much as I could. Maybe I could have asked shorter questions, but I hope at least you got a different perspective than maybe what you may have walked away with from his conversation with Craig yesterday or from a nearly hour-long press conference on Monday and all the TV interviews uh, that he did. Again, we're just trying to give you information and perspective. None of it means wins or losses, but you see, you see why that dude is likable. You see why people are going to gravitate towards him. And if you don't see it, you don't want to see it. That's all there is to it. You don't want to see it. So thanks to Dan Quinn uh, for joining us. All right, time for a trending alert, and then we will be able to take some phone calls. If you have a reaction to anything you heard, please, let's do it right here at 301-230-0980 on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app.
All right, again, it is uh, NBA trade deadline day, dropped in the middle of Super Week and everything in between. The Wizards have reportedly made a deal to send Daniel Gafford to the Dallas Mavericks uh, in exchange for a young center named Rashawn Holmes and some draft compensation uh, for uh, in return rather for Gafford, who averaged 10.9 points a game, eight rebounds, and two Point two blocks for the Wizards this year. Meanwhile, the Caps back on the ice tonight after a disappointing return from the All-Star break of the bye week on Tuesday at home. Tonight, they're in sunrise against the Eastern Conference champion Florida Panthers here at 106.7 The Fan and the Odyssey app at 7 o'clock. And you just heard from Commander's head coach Dan Quinn. If you missed any of it, hit the Odyssey Rewind feature. We'll have it podcast for you at theteam980.com. But you heard Brian Johnson, we asked about that. He didn't exactly confirm it, but Brian Johnson, the former Philadelphia Eagles offensive coordinator, said to be the new quarterbacks coach of the Washington Commanders under Cliff Kingsbury and Dan Quinn. And that's what's trending. All right, we are back. So what do you guys think about Dan Quinn? Uh, we had a chance to obviously have him on uh, for 16, 17 minutes. Again, didn't get to ask everything that we would have liked to have asked in a perfect world. And obviously, I mean, again, the guy's just getting here. He Like the first order of business is just like, you know, as we, we, we he talked about on Monday, being where your feet are or whatever the statement is, you know, finding your north. I mean, could you imagine trying to take over as a head coach of an organization that is in complete changeover method, right? Uh, I mean, and, and and having to do all these interviews and being asked about scheme and what player he liked and, and you know, and, and what before he's had a practice, before he – but the one thing he said to Craig yesterday and he mentioned again to us already in the three days that he's been on the job officially – I shouldn't say, he, he, of course, was on the job as of – last Thursday morning, but he hadn't signed the contract until, you know, uh, Saturday or whatever it was. So, but I'm sure he was doing work in between. Individual cut-ups of every player, including on the practice squad, right? So that we can evaluate what these players did, whether they got into games or not, so that we know what we have, what we're starting from, a base of what we're starting from. Now, that may seem like some minutia to you, that may and, and maybe every head coach, I, I have no idea if Ron did that. I, I have no idea, okay? And maybe it's just something that everybody does. I, you know, I don't remember that. But you know that with the technology we have today, that it is, I'm sure, very time-consuming, but also very easy to clip together 10 plays, 12 plays, 15 pl- whatever plays, of a guy, you know, if you want to say, hey, I've seen Khalid Hudson from the sideline. I think he can do some things, but how does he fit into my scheme? Is he a guy that we should consider re-signing? Hey, Adam, what do you think? Uh, because, you know, Adam's probably, Adam Peters probably got his own eval uh, that he's working on. And now Dan Quinn is trying to figure out not only what kind of player this is, does he fit into my scheme, and should we re-sign him? You know, and, and again, it's not a one-day process. It's not an instant snap of the finger process. It's a ongoing process. Um, 
And when you just got here a couple of days ago, he literally landed Sunday night, right? Even though I'm sure he was doing work to get ready for to start and hit the ground running, there's still only so much time that you have, right, as a human being who's going through upheaval in their lives in order to evaluate the things that the next two months or the next month and a half, really, will tell him a lot more. Meaning, when we get to mid-March, he will have such a greater handle on what he's inheriting and what he has than now, and that's only reasonable, right? So I tried not to get too specific, of course, with questions about, of course, individual players. But you heard a little bit about scheme involvement. You heard about what they're expecting out of players, what he expects, what he hopes for out of leadership, how important the relationship is between he and Adam Peters. You know, and again, I just want to be clear. You know, look, I, I wish I could have asked him more questions. Just, you know, only have so much time. Only have so much time. So uh, I'm sure, um, you know, I'm sure you guys understand that. Um, I, I had more. You know, it's just we were trying to do and get in as many important questions and big picture questions and questions that, again, pull back the curtain a little bit, right? I mean, you know, we're just getting to know Dan Quinn, and I want you guys to be comfortable with Dan Quinn. I want you guys to believe that Dan Quinn is a guy that players are going to want to play for. And not to say that they didn't want to play for Ron Rivera or Jay Gruden or Mike Shanahan, but we all know it's a different society than it was even 10 years ago or even five years ago. It's a different world. You saw players ruffle at Eric Bieniemy, a hard-charging style, right? You saw that. It didn't matter how many Super Bowl rings Eric Bieniemy had and who he worked with. Players inside that building, inside that locker room that are still under contract said, nah, not for me, dog. I don't want to be a part of this. Or I don't like this. I'm going to the head coach. Players are different. People are different. Society is different. So I think head coaching becomes more about a lot of times – What coaches would tell me is head coaching and coaching in general is much more about the Jimmys and the Joes than the X's and the O's. And what they meant by that is, hey, you know what? Finding a way to tap into every individual player on your roster in your building, finding a way to tap into their best. That's what you heard Dan mention finding a way through those individual cut-ups until he gets them in the building and until he gets them on the practice field, that's the way he can get to know them. I mean, obviously, they can talk on the phone or whatever, whatever they're going to do. But that's the way you build this team and you rebuild this team. And I know he doesn't want to use rebuild, but that's the way you build this team. That's the way you reinvigorate the roster and start the march pointing north the arrow pointing north, as he talked about. Because you can only control what you can control. And I thought 
I thought it was interesting to hear his perspective about team building, leadership. Again, the defensive perspective, how his defense has evolved, what you have to do to keep up, the innovation, staying ahead of the trends, all of that. So if you missed any of it, hit the Odyssey Rewind feature to 215 on the Team 980. Obviously, We'll have it cut up for you and a big story on it at theteam980.com, and it'll be podcast, and you can listen to it. I appreciate everybody that checks it out and everybody that was listening uh, on the stream and on the Team 980. All right, 245. What's up? Oh, it's already out there now? Okay. Well, Matt is so good that he's already got it podcast at theteam980.com in the podcast section. Just go to Chris Russell there. Or at the Odyssey uh, feature or at the odyssey app or i should say uh and just go to the team 980 and you will be able to find our conversation with dan quinn also while you're here make sure you listen to craig's interview with dan quinn yesterday uh and we have so much good content for you uh if you're a commanders fan we're providing you the best content i I promise you that you know we can and that there is so uh, bottom line i mean obviously we'll talk about the super bowl we'll talk about the wizards trade deadline but this is a commander's town we all know it you heard dan at the end you know mention how he grew up in new jersey NFC East, all that, it means something to this dude. I'm telling you, I I keep telling you, and I will always keep telling you, I don't care where he was on any list. I don't care about lists. I care about where he is right now and that he wanted this job. And you heard him talk about the relationship with Adam Peters and what that means and why that is important. But you also hear about, in his voice, what this organization, what this franchise means And what hopefully this fan base will get to experience. Hopefully. No guarantees that it works out. But I think you got the right guy. And I will not back down from that. And if they're 4-12 this year or 4-13 or whatever, I still won't back down from that. It's going to take a long time for me to probably, you know, maybe I'll have more reservations. But it's going to take a long time for me to say, "Eh, that's not the right guy. Not the right guy. It wasn't the right fit. All right, 301-230-0980. So your reaction to... Dan Quinn, Commander's Head Coach, joining us. And we'll get some Wizards thoughts. Jay Gruden coming up next hour as well. We'll mix in a little Dan Quinn talk and, as well, Super Bowl 58. Right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. All right, again, uh, appreciate Dan Quinn joining us. If you missed it, hit the Odyssey Rewind feature on the Team 980 on the Odyssey app to 215. Maddie's got a podcast up there already for you, so hit that up, team980.com. Just go to the podcast section or, again, uh, of course, on the Odyssey app. Appreciate uh, them coming aboard. Your reaction to that as well. Wizards trade deadline. Jay Gruden still to come. Uh, And, yes, we, we won't just all talk about Dan Quinn, but we will talk about Dan Quinn, Cliff Kingsbury, uh, moving forward, what is important, what is not important, and, of course, Super Bowl 58, and we'll wrap around your phone calls. Let's get to it right here before the top of the 3 o'clock hour as our guy Lap has been on hold for a while. What's up, Lap? How are you? Hey, what's up, Bruce? How are you, hey, Good interview with Dan Quinn, man. Thanks, I man. know you probably had some more questions. We, we wanted to hear some more from him, too, man, but um, I, I, I like the guy, man. I mean, after sitting on it, kind of digesting it for a few days, man. You know, I, I like to hire, man. And um, I'm intrigued if, if he can get some ex, uh, 
Cowboys players to come up here, man, too, like a Michael Parsons, man. Uh, ooh, that would be dope. But uh, Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, listen, they're going to pick up the fi- they're going to pick up the fifth year option, the Cowboys for next year. So any thoughts of Micah Parsons yeah. coming here isn't going to happen for two years. I would imagine if he's still as oh, productive yeah, yeah, as yeah. he is, you know, at the very minimum, yeah. they would put the franchise tag on him. So that's unlikely. I, I guess yeah. I, I guess what 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 we want. Right. Lap is the next Micah yeah. Parsons is the next chess piece that is similar to Micah Parsons. Uh, and and that'll be very 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 difficult because I don't see that at two. But if they trade down, yeah. you know, you never know who you might wind up with in terms of a versatile chess piece that Dan can use from different launch points to be kind of the maybe not the anchor, but to be his version of Micah Parsons. Yeah, yeah, that that's true too. I mean, he's just well respected too, and um. There's a lot of people that will, will will go to war for him, so that would be interesting to see, you know, what players we acquire, you know, whether it's draft or free agency or just players that just respect him, man, that will want to come here. I think that would be dope. Uh, as far as the Wizards, man, um, I'm a Miss Gafford, man. I really liked him, you know. I know he was in foul trouble. You know, he's starting to kind of coming into his own. And he's on a good team, so he'll be able to display his talent. Hey, Ruth, there's a lot of ex-Wizards that uh, got traded today, man. Yes, Otto there is. Florida. Yes, there is. Spencer, I, I forgot Marvin about Otto. Moore. You're right. Yeah, Spencer Dinwiddie, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, uh, Troy Brown Jr., Marcus yep. Morris, a bunch of them. Yep. Yeah, but Donovich, I, I always liked him, man. So I'm really happy that um, He's not in Detroit, and he can actually be on the Knicks and be with a playoff contender. Yeah. Um, I don't know what direction uh, we can go. Hopefully some of those picks that we got in the Bradley Bill trade and some of the ones we did with our recent trades, man, hopefully it uh, it pays dividends for us, man. I, I think I, everybody I you. Thank, will, will. Yep. Thank you, Lappy. I appreciate you. I got I to gotta let you run. Here, here's one thing that I just want to add. You know, it's Rashawn Holmes who they got back from Dallas. I mean, I don't know much about him, but he's 30 years old. I didn't realize he was that old. Former second-round pick back in 2015. He only averages three and a half points a game, three and a half rebounds a game. So there's not there, not a lot there. And he's only uh, listed as 6'9". So it's not like he's seven foot, you know, or 6'11". Um, yeah, I, I mean, he doesn't play a whole lot, you know. I mean, 10 minutes a game. I know the games don't matter and the results don't matter with the way the season has unfolded, but with Marvin Bagley out for the last three games, no Gafford. mm, Size, rebounding, defense, going to be ugly, going to be ugly. And they got the Miami Heat, I think, tomorrow night, if memory serves me correct. Oh, no. I'm sorry. At Boston and that big fella, Christoph Sporzingers. <laughs> That's right. It was the Heat last Friday night, uh, not this Friday night. All right. More to come. Team 980, hang tight. Little, Sean, I see you. Jay Gruden on the way. We talked about Dan Quinn. We talked about Cliff Kingsbury and what to expect out of his scheme and a lot on Super Bowl 58. That is next, right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app.
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.